We've been talking about saying berachot upon seeing the ocean, or mountains, or even caves. Shohan Aruch in Siman Resh Kavzayin, basing himself in the Mishnah, Masech Berachot and Daf Nun Dalid, talks furthermore about making berachot upon seeing lightning or upon hearing thunder. Those two are berachot about the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of God's actions in this world. Shohan Aruch, again, basing himself on that Mishnah, the Gemaran Daf Nun Tet, says that you can make one of two berachot. You can make either the berachav Ose Maase Bereshit, God, you've performed the actions, the creation of Bereshit, of the beginning of the world, or alternatively, you can make the berachav Shekoho Ugvurato Male Olam, that your strength and your, uh, and your might fills this world. Lahalacha, generally speaking, the minhag has developed that we make two separate berachot. The berachah on thunder is shekoho ugvurato male olam. We talk about the strength and might of Hakadosh Baruch Hu upon hearing thunder. And uh, after seeing lightning, we make the berachah ose maase bereshit. The question, however, that uh, has uh, developed over time and the minhag in turn, which has followed, is whether these berachot are to be said in the normal way of saying berachot. Generally speaking, before eating an apple, I make the berachav, Baruch Ata Hashem, Elokeinu Melech HaOlam, Bore Peri Ha'etz. I mention God's name, Hashem, and Melech HaOlam, that's called Malchut, his kingship nature. Um, when it comes to these berachot, however, there's a question in the poskim and the minhagim of different communities about whether these berachot are said as well with Shemu Malchut or just said as Baruch Ose Maase Bereshit, Baruch Shekohog Vuratoma Le'olam, skipping over the name of God and the mention of his kingship. All the way back to the time of the Rishonim, the medieval commentators to Gemara, Ra'avad, be Avraham ben David in his Hasagot Turif and Afmemdalid Amudalif and Masechet Berachot, he writes that these Berachot and all of the ones that are mentioned in the context of seeing or hearing are what's known as Birkotareshut. They're only uh, optional, they're not obligatory, and as a result, his uh, claim is they shouldn't be said with Shem Umalchut. Um, in terms of practice over the course of time, in the book Peta Hadevir of Rabbi Chaim Binyamin uh, Pontramoli, uh, he uh, mentions that the minhag in Turkey in his day, that's uh, 18th century, was to make these berachot without Shemu Malchut. He in fact questions and wonders what the reason is. He doesn't simply say that the reason is based on Ra'avad. He rather explains that when it comes to the berachot on thunder and specifically lightning, there's a lot of sifikot, a lot of questions with regards to the proper way to say these berachot. For example, the berachot needs to be said dibur, very quickly and swiftly after hearing or seeing. And as a result, not everyone is so clear on how to do that properly, what that timing is. Furthermore, if you already saw or heard and then the thunderstorm passes, when is it that we determine it passing that you can make those berachot again if there's another thunderstorm or not? And therefore, since there are all those questions, suggests Peta Hadivir several hundred years ago, perhaps that's the reason why the Minhag developed, at least in his community, um, not to make these berachot with Shemu Malchut. He does, however, conclude his words by saying that a person who's a yodea, a person who's tamit hacham, who doesn't have these sorts of questions, who knows what tokhide dibur, the short period after hearing it or seeing it truly is, should perhaps say these berachot with shemu malchut. However, as the minhag, as the communities developed over time, a lot of the evidence that we have is that many communities continued 
at the very least in the Middle Eastern world, not to say these berachot with Shemu Malchut. For example, in Benish Hayrbi, Yosef Haim of Baghdad, in Parashat Ekev, Shana Rishona, Otet Zayin, he records that this was the minhag in Baghdad. Kafa uh, Haim Sofer as well, there in Siman Resh Kaf Zayin, mentions that this is the widespread minhag. In fact, Benish Hayrbi, Yosef Haim of Baghdad, writes that he sent this question to Rabbi Eliyahu Mani, who was living in Yerushalayim at the time, and asked about what the minhag in Yerushalayim was. The response in turn was that in Yerushalayim as well, they don't say this beracha with Shem Umalchut. It's even recorded the text of that question and answer in the book Mikhtav Me'eliyahu, with which uh, Ahavat Shalom has uh, re- released in, pre- in recent years. Uh, the, furthermore, in Chacham Ovadiah Hadayah, She'elotu Teshubot Yaskil Abdi, Chalik Zayin and Chalik Chet, in both of those places, he too writes that the widespread minhag amongst Sefaradi Jewry is to make these berachot without Shem Umalchut. That seems to have been the predominant approach to um, Sephardic Jewry with regards to these berachot over the course of several hundred years. Chacham Ovadia Yosef, however, in Heshelotu Teshubot Yahavedat, Chelek Betziman Kavzayin, as well as in other places, in his Halichot Olam Chelek Imal, and other places as well, disagrees with this. His claim is, well, the words of Shohan Aruch are quite clear that you make these berachot with Shemu Malchut. Furthermore, if you count and notice the words of the Rishonim, the medieval commentators to the Gemara, they generally speaking disagree with Ra'avad. It means that the majority view and the view of Shohan Aruch, more importantly, is that you should be making these berachot with Shemu Malchut in the full-fledged regular fashion. In truth, he cites from the book Nitive Am of Rabbi Amram Burbaya, uh, who uh, mentions that the Minhag of Yerushalayim in his time, and that's just uh, several decades ago, was to make these berachot with Shemu Malchut. He writes, in fact, that the Gedolim Torah Ub Ma'aseh, they make these berachot with Shemu Malchut, it's mentioned as well that in the book Berit Kehunav, Rabbi Kalfon Moshe HaKohen from Jerba, that the minhag there as well was to make these berachot with Shemu Malchut. Well, many names, several books mentioned, two different approaches, whether to make these berachot with mention of God's name or not. What should we be doing? In truth, Chacham Ben Sion Shaul was asked this question. It's recorded in Or Litzion Chelik Bet in Siman Yodalit. And his suggestion is that you follow the minhag of your family, of your father. He writes, however, that if you come to ask because you don't know your minhag, well, then you can say it with a berach, with Shemu Malchut. He furthermore mentions that um, if you want to change your minhag, and this is significant, and you in the past were from a community or a family who didn't say it with Shemu Malchut, in this circumstance, under these, uh, in this situation, you could now say it with Shemu Malchut. However, for Halabi Jewry, for those who uh, emanate from the community of uh, Aram Soba of Aleppo, uh, the Halakha Maaseh seems to have been clear. It's recorded in the book Yitzhak Yiranin, and later on in the book Ru'e Ne'eman of Cham Yitzhak Shehebar and Siman Nunhe, who was a rabbi who lived in South America later on in his life, but came from Halab. He says that the minhag in the uh, Aleppo community was to not say, and is to not say these berachot with Shemu Malchut. And therefore, although there are many different opinions with regards to this halakha, with regards to this beracha, 
the proper Pesach Halacha for Svaradim, generally speaking, is like Cham Ben Siona writes, that you should follow your community, your family's minhag. However, as he claims, and it's a good claim, you could change that minhag. But with regards to the Halab community, the Aleppo community, it seems clear to me we should continue following the practice as we have had it, based on the sourcing that we discussed, to say these berachot without Shemu Malchut, to just say, Baruch Shekohog Vratom Ale Olam, and Baruch Oseh Maaseh Bereshit.